What's up everyone? Today we're talking about fixing your unique problems. We get a lot of questions in our UMS Movement Mastermind group from people all over the world that want to know how they can fix their unique issues in their body. We've all got them and today we're going to give you some solutions. Welcome to the show everybody. Across the table from me is my brother rad Bormeister. behind the mic we got richie the voice of god and i am yanni Bormeister. if this is your first radio uh with unity gym uh we uh unity gym and the unify movement system we specialize in taking driven people and turning them into strong flexible athletes if you want to know how we do all that Grab one of our blueprints, strength, flexibility, or nutrition blueprint. You can get them on our website, unitygym.com, or usually there's links in the descriptions if you're watching the replay. Big shout out to everyone on the podcast. Big shout out to everyone on YouTube. If you guys haven't already, get yourself over to the UMS Movement Mastermind private Facebook group where we stream these recordings live. You can interact and just hang out with some awesome people. What's up, Rad? Not much. This is uh, this is a topic that's near and dear to me. So um, yeah, looking forward to it. It's uh, it's one of those things. I, I yeah. I, I guess um, I used to be like this as well. You know, when I when I got an injury or when I got something, I I, I, I really relate to people. I remember you, you you really think that there is that the the answer to your problem is something that's really needs to be searched for and dug out and it's really the, tangible you know it's really yeah well yeah that's not what i was going to say i was going to say more that you have to find the person that's got the one secret source answer for you um that's going to fix your one unique problem and the further and further i get down this journey of being a coach the more i realize that it's um that that's less and less of the case that there is a, a simpler solution something that people can find without having to search so far for it well, look, it's it's driven by an industry that likes uh, re um, return business and and uh, likes to be able to pinpoint that one um, uh, golden goose solution for yeah, every problem. I think, yeah, we and um, and that's something I love about Phil's strategy around physiotherapy so much. Uh, but we're, we're going to talk about that. But we've got a couple of good questions that have come up, and I'm going to start <laughs> with um, with uh, Mitchell uh, Gallic. Uh, he has basically said um, that he's, he's, he's identified a, um, a pain in his hip, in his groin, that seems to be uh, triggered when he does a pigeon stretch, which is uh, for the piriformis or the deeper glute muscles. And he also can typically feel it when he raises his knee to kick. He participates in martial arts, capoeira. And uh, he sometimes, on occasion, intermittently feels this same discomfort or pain in the hip when he walks downhill. And uh, he's asking whether we can advise uh, on what to do. We're going to dive deep into that shortly. We're also going to welcome a very, very, um, uh, another special new um, member to the tribe. I'm trying to find his comments were they in the mastermind or the private uh um Mark, who group? is it Mikkel gallic no 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 no. i've got uh, Mikkel. i'm looking for the gentleman that you wanted to talk oh that's about. that's in the movement mastermind that's okay. right near the top but aren't we dealing with Mikkel first yeah, yeah i just wanted to announce who we're going to be talking who, uh, who john be his name is uh just gotta find it um his name is. Okay, it's not, he's not in the movement mastermind because I'm scrolling through the top of the movement mastermind. He sure mastermind. is. Jean Laguerre. He sure is, Yanni. I'll uh, tag you in it if okay. you want. 
Uh, and he's got a broader uh, question, really. He's um, been a, a bodybuilder for most of his training life, it, seem, it looks like. Uh, welcome to the tribe, mm-hmm. brother. Uh, very impressive front splits on stage there with a great physique. I, loved, I always love to see uh, bodybuilders demonstrating some flexibility as well uh, because it's, it's rare. It's not very mm-hmm. common. Uh, and, uh, then also I want to talk a bit today about Vinnie Brown's, uh, progress with his squat. Mm-hmm. Um, he, Rad set him the 30 day squat challenge today, which is, uh, basically to try and accumulate 30 minutes a day for 30 days in a deep squat position to improve your squat mobility and strength. And it's a fantastic little challenge. Anyone who hasn't done it, who's wanting to get a better <coughs> squat, it's a really great uh, way to go about that. So uh, those are the three that I want to dive into today. And um, we'll start with uh, Mitchell because this one is uh, fairly easy to, um, to to sort of help with. So first and foremost, we, um, we, we, you know, we, the, I'm going to pull the reins on Rad as much as I can today. I just want to frame <laughs> frame that this is a very passionate discussion point for Rad. Uh, and myself and Richie, because we've had we've got a lot of skin in the game, and we've helped a lot of people overcome the compartmentalizing syndrome, I like to call it, and uh, with great results. But you know, <coughs> first and foremost, <coughs> I want to just say um, to stretch the glutes, the pigeon stretch is not the best glute stretch uh, because it does um, uh, put the pelvis in such an awkward position. And if you've got a structural imbalance, a length tension issue in your pelvis, it's certainly going to expose that, which it seems to have done. It's not a bad thing because it, li- it sounds like it's limiting your performance in capoeira, which is uh, we, uh, Phil, myself, Rad, Richard, we really love seeing people doing their training in the gym for something else, you know, like capoeira is a great way to demonstrate your your strength, your skill. Uh, We like having some form of competition. For us, it's calisthenics at the moment. Rad and I don't sort of participate in sports and martial arts anymore. Uh, So we use calisthenics to demonstrate our strength. And I think capoeira is a great way to do that. And so this is a really, really great little journey to go on for Mitchell to find out that there's something um, preventing him from going on. why don't you share your description of the glute stretch that you've been doing lately to, uh, to get good results on stretching the glute? Because that's a way that he can stretch the glute without triggering this issue. Mm. And then let's talk about the, the, the macro strategy. Oh, man, I don't think it, any description would get people to understand it. People don't. Under, I, I don't know if, how well I would understand it by um, someone explaining it to me. But you can see me do it if you go to the YouTube page and our YouTube channel and have a look at any of the five at-home workouts that we've got up there for phase um, uh, three it was of the at-home workouts. There's peak week there, Monday to Friday, and at the end of all of those workouts, I do the stretching routine where I do it. So, because it's a really, describing that stretch, people people don't even get it when they look at it on the TV. (laughs) It it won't do anyone any justice, but I did the, I, I worked pretty hard on the pigeon stretch for a while. The glutes have been a really hard thing for me to make any progress on. And I ended up getting really bad knee pain um, because of the lateral force that it puts on your knee when you do the pigeon stretch, if you try and force it. And s- same thing maybe in the left hip, which is what Mikel is you know, dealing with. 
So yeah, if you want to know my favorite glute stretch, um, go and check out that one. Or um, where else? what programs do we have it in? I'm trying to think. I'm pretty sure it's in the 18 minute mobility routine. I'm pretty sure I have it in there. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, okay, cool. Uh, now let's tackle the macro. <laughs> <laughs> well, this is the can of worms that Yanni tries to put the brakes on on me because like in all honesty, guys, I have to frame this. Um, I'm the kind of person that I, I like to be direct. I like to be polarizing and I don't like to be MOR, uh, which is middle of the road. I don't like to sit on the fence. I like to be very, very clear where I stand on things. And some people, some people don't like that. Some people get really, really put off by it and other people really uh, respect it and, and, and find it um, you know, an endearing quality that they uh, resonate with. So if you're one of the earlier people that I described, if you're somebody that doesn't like this, please understand that the reason, I'm, the reason I am so direct with what I say is that I, my background is in uh, martial arts, in Kung Fu, and then from there I went into the military. And both of those, the people that trained me, the people that taught me, had a very you know, matter-of-fact way of training. In the military, it's very matter-of-fact. There's a lot of swearing that goes on with the way you do things, and it's just do the, do the bloody job. I'm not going to say the exact words that were yelled at us. But in martial arts, it's the same kind of thing. You know, your teacher just looks at you and just as a matter-of-fact just says, well, if you can't do that, you're never going to get better. Um, and so I just developed that way. So please understand that that's just the way that I've, I've evolved. Yanni's had different coaches along the years, so he evolved in a different way. But the, the main thing that I wanted to talk about with, and it's, and it's going to be the same thing that I'm, the message that I'm going to give for um, Jean, is uh, that, you know, what you're dealing with is, is most, Mikel, is almost guaranteed a length tension issue, which means it's an issue between an imbalance between either length or tension. So tension referring to strength of muscles and length referring to flexibility of muscles and the balance between you know either a lack of flexibility on on one side of a, a, a one agonist or antagonist muscle group or, or a lack of strength and what that does is it creates what we call imbalances and when you have an imbalance in a joint if there's a structural imbalance if there's not enough flexibility in one muscle or not enough strength in one muscle then um, it means that other muscles have to do jobs that they wouldn't normally have to do so, or, or in, <coughs> in an extreme case, it exposes that joint to more movement, more instability, more glide yep. of the bone structures. Yep. And that glide in nature can aggravate other structures, mm. other passive structures in the joint or, or muscles or tendons. Yep. And so this is the, the glide that Yanni and I learned this from Phil. So we learned it from a physio here. So this is the, this is the hip, this is the femur. It's a ball and socket joint and it's meant to do this. Glide refers to, so for those of you on the podcast, I'm rotating around. Glide, re glide refers to the bone doing this in the joint. So uh, what I'm I, I think a better word, a better description of it is, because there's people on the podcast who can't see Rad's demonstration. Just imagine the ball inside the socket slipping around. Yeah. Uh, not rotating. Not rotating on its axis. It's, it's slipping inside that socket yeah. because there's room for it to move, but there are structures, tendons, ligaments, uh, and, and muscles that are meant to stabilize it and locate it in that. Yeah. And, uh, that, that and, that, and that's one example of how imbalances can work. I can tell you an example of how an imbalance caused me a lot of pain, which is my anterior pelvic tilt. So with an anterior pelvic tilt, the hip flexors are really, really tight, the hamstrings and glutes become quite weak and because of the nature of where your body sits, it causes 
all of these uh, spine erectors to be the lumbar erectors to be in a shortened state which causes them to develop a lot of tension and it causes the abdominal muscles to just become really laxed and not uh, not hold a rigid structure the way that they're meant to which causes a hell of a lot of pain in your lower back so that's another example of how length tension and, and until I understood that uh, which took me 15 years of pain and going to physios going to chiropractors and going to masseuses for short-term relief but nothing changing long-term and until I understand understood this imbalance and how to try to create structural balance through my body I never ever got rid of the pain yeah. and now that I have understood how to create structural Im uh, balance I've got no more pain yeah. no more and, discomfort. and this is the way, the part that I um, where, where I said that it's it's fueled by an industry design by design that relies on return business and I'm talking about physiotherapy chiropractic, osteopathy, uh, acupuncture, mm. these industries, as long as they don't uh, address the need for exercise, for movement, or they don't do it well, they're, they're like doctors. They're really good at diagnosing, and they're, or, or generally they're quite good at diagnosing, and they're good at treating symptoms to you know, help remove that discomfort now i'm i'm being very general here because of course like any industry there are exceptions there are very good practitioners and we are fortunate to be surrounded by many of them who do a fantastic job but a lot of them just by laziness or by exhaustion or whatever it is that that, that, that and out of necessity to create a recurring revenue model for themselves they don't tend to treat on a <coughs> macro level. They don't tend to advocate exercise and, and, and working the body as a system of, uh, of you know, your body is a, a, a million relationships between different systems. And that is, you know, on an endocrine system, on a cardiovascular system, on a neurological system, on a neuromuscular system, on a musculoskeletal system. All of these different systems are in relationship with one another. And when those relationships get damaged when they get when they start to break down uh, by you know your lifestyle uh, by your exposure to certain things for too much time uh, just general imbalance in your lifestyle then though the, the body starts to tri tri get, get triggered and it's crying out for help it's you know the pain that you're that that um, Mitchell is experiencing in his hip is a cry for help because there's a structural imbalance occurring in there that he needs to address and what Rad and I are very passionate about trying to teach is that the answer is not one stretch there's nothing that you can do that's going to that the one thing that's going to solve that problem it what's going to solve the problem is to start treating that pelvis as a system again a, a series of relationships between different structures that you need to get functioning properly again and the only way to do that is through a pro proper structured program that's going to prevent that glide from occurring, which could be the problem, which is going to prevent that muscle from being too tight, which could be the problem, which is going to prevent that muscle from being too weak, which could also be the problem. You know, uh, can you, I hope you can see where we're getting at here. There's no, you know, to say, okay, I'm just going to strengthen that hip. Like someone's, you know, there's lots of great examples of people trying to share their insight here. Someone's suggesting it's the piriformis. Someone's suggesting they need to do a different glute stretch. So, you know, um, they're all great um, insights and suggestions, but none of them are going to fix the problem.
unfortunate. But, well, you, you're you're taking the biggest stab in the dark. Is or it might be the hip, it might be the psoas. So what do we do? We, we does that mean we stretch the psoas every day, or does that mean we strengthen the psoas every day? Yeah. And and what does that mean? Are you going to try and find some isolated psoas strengthening exercises, which are out there? But man, like you just you're not looking at the whole issue, and the, and that's what we try are trying to really get through to everybody um, is the understanding that we all feel that we have these unique issues that we need to find this one little secret source thing. But um, yeah, it's like Yanni said, and, until you address the, the 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 hip, the pelvis as a as a complex system that needs to be all trained in different ways, and then. I'd, I'd like to go a step further and say until you start treating the body like that because even if you said okay well I'm going to do everything that I need to do for the pelvis but you don't address the rest of the body all you're doing is fixing one problem and opening the gates for the next one to come along because if you focus all on how do I make my pelvis good but you're not doing anything to do with your shoulders then it's probably something's going to come in your shoulders mm. and if you're doing capoeira then <laughs> probably definitely something's going to come into your shoulders eventually so yeah it's um yeah, we're trying to um, to educate you you guys that the best way to approach things is is not to think how can I solve this one issue. It's to identify that when you start feeling aches and pains and chronic aches and pains, it's usually the beginning of a systematic breakdown breakdown of the relationship of the, of the body that is only going to get worse until you decide to train holistically yep. and train for a balance of strength and flexibility, for a balance of symmetry from left to right, for a balance of opposing muscle groups, from a balance of upper body and lower body, yep. um, to a, a truly balanced body, yep. you know, that, that works, that allows you to do the things that you want to do pain-free and, and injury-free. Yeah. And, you know, the, the, there is always, always, and this is the disclaimer part, there's always a... Um, uh, we encourage people to work with a good physiotherapist who can diagnose and help, you know, eliminate I issues that uh, or, or, or um, point you in the right direction. But then I that, that there's a there's a it comes with a, a, another disclaimer, which is to make sure that that person has a fundamental understanding of exercise and doesn't just stop with the with the diagnosis yeah um and you know like they they actually have a plan a strategy to yeah. get you moving again yeah. and, and because otherwise it can be as detrimental as not going to a physio yeah you know and, and the truth is this is a this is a bold statement but yanni and i have got and richard have got a lot of skin in the game here and phil um physiotherapists and chiropractors and um, exercise, people that have studied exercise, maybe, ex no, not even exercise sports science. This is from the words of Phil. They don't have the same understanding of exercise selection and exercise vocabulary as Yanni and I and Richard do. As, as personal trainers who have, who have got as much skin in the game as we do, who have been doing it for as long as we do, because that's what our specialty is. Just in the same way that we're good at helping people deal with injuries, but I would never, ever try to stand up next to a chiropractor or an osteo or a um, physiotherapist or, like, or a doctor or anything to try and diagnose anything or say what something is. I would never do it because I don't have the, the, I don't have the experience with that. So you've got to watch out sometimes when you get advice from like people like this which is what Jan is trying to say which is that a physio might diagnose you really well and then might start giving you um, a treatment plan but if the treatment plan is come back and see me twice a week for six weeks and it's not 
here's a really well thought out program that deals with your body, not just the one joint. Yeah, I, I'd be just looking deeper, going yeah. for some for some yeah. more input. Yeah, absolutely. Should we jump into Jean? Yeah, and and uh, I, I have a structure here that I'm hoping that, that that's going to come through because I want to finish with the uh, with Vinnie Brown and the squat, and that's going to bring this discussion in for a landing perfectly. But let's talk about Jean is like it, it, it's it's perfectly going taking us down this path because it's going to be a really it's going to be a really simple answer. So. Jean Leguay saying, uh, thank you for accepting my request to join. Regine, you definitely did your homework. I'm a former natural champion bodybuilder and personal trainer for the past 30 years. I'm currently 57. I started doing a split when I was 20 years old in competition and continued well into my late 40s. And all of a sudden, my hips began to get tighter and my high level of flexibility began to deteriorate. Now steps are difficult. I, I am in pain. More often than not, I signed up to get a program to help reverse this nightmare. Please help. And he's got a picture of him, him looking uh, amazing on stage doing a really good split. Um, the first thing that I'm going to say is um, the issue with saying I used to be able to do this, but now I can't as I got older is uh, we've got no idea about the way that you used to train, bro. And quite often the way that bodybuilders train does not create um, very functional bodies. Like if you want to look at the most extreme example, look at Ronnie Coleman. Yeah. Um, you know, when you do bodybuilding, the, the primary goal is to create an aesthetic physique. So, uh, so it's quite... Yeah, li the little disclaimer here is that we, we have no history on, on your specific training. So we're going to talk general based on our observations and people that we've worked with uh, in regards to bodybuilding. And bodybuilding is the ultimate in, in, in most cases, it's the ultimate compartmentalization of the body because everyone has, um, the, the, the bodybuilding, you are trying to mimic a blueprint of what the judges believe is the ultimate physique. And so you're trying to produce that with your, or your best effort of that with, based on what you've been given um, by the good graces of genetics, you know? Uh, and so, you're, there, there is often um, a, um, a huge amount of specialization training on one specific area of the body for a whole training phase or, ma or, or <coughs> macro cycle to bring out the delts or bring up the lagging body part that you were told you need to work on in your last competition. And I've seen this a lot. I've, I've trained alongside a lot of physique athletes and, and uh, and that's generally what it is. It's it's a constant race to impress the judges, and that generally isn't. Um, uh, there's very little, in my experience, there's very little uh, attention paid to functionality and performance, except for the way everything looks, the way everything presents on stage. Now, um, yeah, as as I commented earlier, there's obviously been a a bit of work on the front splits. But um, the front splits is only one very, very um, sagittal uh, uh, um, uh, movement in, in flexibility, you mm -hmm. know, and the, the, we've we got to be very careful in mistaking um, being able to do the front split as a good indication that we're overall really, really flexible and mobile, you know, because that in and of itself, if you're just training a front split, to be able to do a trick on stage, and I do, do not know if this is the case, uh, Jean or, Je, or Jean. Um, uh, I do not know if this is your specific case. All, I've, all we've got to go off is what we can see here. Uh, then you can create structural imbalance by doing that one thing, mm -hmm. you know, over and over and over and over and over again. Yep. 
The, look, the, the answer for Jean is really simple because he's already joined the UMS online coaching free trial. But that program it fixes more issues like what you're describing than anything we've done. Yep. The amount of, I'm talking thousands of people that Yanni and I and Richard have fixed issues just like this from doing that program, from starting with the foundations because you create structural balance. You, It's a balance between strength and flexibility and just watch what happens, man. You, I, th I really think you're gonna start feeling better real quick. Yeah, and one question we're gonna drill down on um, which to, to, to help us in the group, in the coaching group, which we'll flick over to in, a, in about five minutes is, uh, whether you had, you said you've done it well into your 40s and now you're 57, what, what, what I want to know is, is there any period of time that you've stopped training? Yeah. Uh, you know, um, I'm assuming that this photo of you is you in your 30s or 40s. Uh, you look incredible. Um, but you, if you're 57 now, have you spent any time not training? Yeah. And, um, and, and, and there's, lots of, there's lots of gaps that we need to fill to be able to help you out. Uh, but... Yeah, what Rad's saying is absolutely true. Um, well, I, I, you and me had to find a better way to train in our 30s. Yeah. Forget forget 50s. Yep. It was in our 30s that the way that we were training was causing us to be very sore and very unbalanced. And that was the birth of the UMS. We were yeah. looking for a better way to train and we created it. So it's not uncommon that you can say, I've been training for so long, but all of a sudden my body's aching and this and this and that and that. Yeah. Yeah. I, I trained, uh, just to give you some context, uh, I trained like a bodybuilder for a decade, for uh, the whole of my 20s, and uh, I trained with some of the, the top bodybuilders in the world, and, and I was lucky along the way to have sporadic influences by people like Ben Pakulski, who has quite a methodical approach to his training, despite specializing in bodybuilding. He is very much about joint stability and joint range of motion and things like that, and he has a, a really good understanding of human physiology. But for the majority of the time, I was training with people who just didn't care about function at all. It was just about how you looked on stage. And although I didn't compete, that's certainly how I structured my training splits, you know. We've got three minutes, so yep, let's the, bring this in for a The last honey. one I want to talk about is Vinny. And um, the reason why I want to highlight what Rad's uh, prescribed for Vinny Jones, which is the 30-day squat challenge, and the reason why we like that so much and why I think there's a lesson in here for everybody is because the squat trains the body as a system. There is no better example of a strength and flexibility movement that's going to provide development in all the areas that you want by demonstrating just, a, just an air squat, just squatting down and sitting there for as long as you possibly can. And this is what we're talking about, you know? The difference between doing like a leg extension and then a quad stretch or a hamstring curl and then hamstring stretches, the squat is, um, the beautiful thing about the body is its ability to adapt to its environment. So uh, just as detrimental as your adaption to a chair, your body will also adapt to something like a squat. Mm -hmm. And that's fantastic news mm -hmm. for everyone who's been sitting in chairs all their life and feel like they're all tight and messed up. Yes, you are, but guess what? If you that now start to expose your body to something as healthy as a, a deep squat or uh, exercise that trains the body as a system, then guess what? It's gonna it's gonna adapt to that just like it adapted to the the you know the the negative things you've done in your lifestyle, <coughs> like sitting in chairs for too long or or um, exposing yourself to awkward positions for too long, you know? And it's not gonna happen any quicker than this, the ad adaptation happened to your chair. 
got to think, you've been sitting in a chair since, since primary school. You know, since they, they put you in a chair in primary school and you sit there all day long. So give it some time to adapt to some good exercise now, you know, and it's not going to, uh, luckily it's not going to take a lifetime, but it will take a little while. Yep. So be patient, you yep. know, and progressively overload it. Yep. But that squat challenge for Vinny, you know, he's asked, he's got some serious tightness or, or restriction in his uh, ankle's ability to dorsiflex. And that seems to be the major um, uh, length tension issue for Vinny. It's his, it's his ankle. And, you know, yes, loaded stretching on the calves is going to help. That's a great way to elongate the calf, but it's also important to give the body a signal, a strong signal. This is why I'm doing this. I want to get deeper in the squat and be able to posture up and have really nice posture. So please, let's work on this, opening up these ankles, you know, and, and the combination of the stretch, the specific stretch on the ankles, plus being in that squat <coughs> for 30 minutes a day, that is going to make it happen. But just be patient, Vinny. That's it. That's all we've got time for. For those of you that are on the um, in the UMS Online Coaching Group, jump over. We're going to be going over there now to help you guys uh, get better, get strong and flexible and athletic. A couple of quick shout-outs. Lee Clements, Clay, Linden. Uh, thank you very much for chiming in. Uh, Clay has mm. shared his experiences with his hips, and you're spot on, brother. Mm. You know, the body is it's complex, but it's also really simple. You know, move it as a system, understand that it's all just a big bunch of relationships between different joints, tissues, uh, systems in the body, energy systems, and those relationships are either really healthy or they're just like any relationship, they can break down if you, uh, if ne you neglect them and uh, we just want to stop neglecting them. All right, guys, we'll see you tomorrow. Health is about performance, not just body image. You better be willing to accept what you're going to have to do to get there. We'll start focusing on movement goals, strength goals, flexibility goals. When you nail that skill, it's there forever. The body image goal doesn't get you that far. It's the consistency and frequency that's going to get you there. It's not the intensity. There's no shortcuts to mastery and movement. Destination doesn't change overnight, but your direction will. It's the gym is not the place to beat up the body that you hate. It's the place to build the body that you love. We are the gym that teaches people how to move instead of just exercise because we believe that health is about performance, not just body image.